everyone. Welcome to Thought for the Day. This is Lily and today I'll be sharing about investment. Not financial investment, but kingdom investments, about investing our lives in God's kingdom and reaping the highest dividends from it. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after this song. Lord, I find you in the seeking. Lord, I find you in the doubt. And to know you is to love you and to know so little else I need you.
Hello friends, welcome back to Thought for the Day. I was in Japan recently and travelled from prefecture to prefecture on the Japan Railways. I was impressed by the efficiency of the Japan Railways. The arrival and departure is punctual and down to the seconds. As I reflected on my many train rides, I was reminded of a story told of a man who rushed into a suburban railway station one morning and almost breathlessly asked the station master, what time does the 8 a.m. train leaves? The answer, 8 a.m. Well, the man replied, it is 7.59 by my watch, 7.57 by the town clock and 8.02 by the station clock. Which time am I to go by? You can go by any clock you wish, said the station master, but you cannot go by the 8 a.m. train, for it has left already. Time. God's time is moving forward, ticking away hour by hour, minute by minute. There are multitudes who think that they can live by any schedule they choose and that in their own time they can turn to God. Jesus wept over Jerusalem, saying, you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. They missed the train. Time, the precious commodity, and to each of us is allotted a specific number of days in which we either invest in things which count in the sight of God, things which have eternal and heavenly significance, or things which last only for this life. What we give our time to and how we invest is entirely up to us. What is not up to us, however, is the decision whether to invest or not. We have no choice. We cannot postpone the future. We cannot say to the future, come back later, I'm not ready for you now. You're catching me at a bad time. Could you come back later? Let me organize myself first and let me get my act together and then you come. Unfortunately, it doesn't work this way. Our life cannot be put on hold. The future marches in. Where should we put our time? What shall we invest our time in? How should we maximize our lives? How can we make our days count? What can we do to fully utilize the potential of all that God has given to us? There are three main areas that we need to pay attention to if we are able to make the most of the investments in our life. We need to give serious attention to the development of our mind, our heart and our will. The first investment, I suggest, is to develop an active mind. A mind that is alive to all that God has revealed about himself in Scripture and in the world. Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13-16, to 16, urges us to prepare our minds for action, be self-controlled, Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Christ Jesus is revealed. Peter is in effect saying, Do not let your mind be flabby. Bring all loose flowing thoughts under control. Discipline your mind so that it will not hinder spiritual movement and progress. Control your thoughts so that in your mind you are ready to spring into action at the spur of the moment. Be mentally alert. Don't let your mind go into comatose. Keep it alive. Not only are we to be mentally alert, Peter goes on to command that we be sober. The word can mean either sober in the sense of refraining from alcohol, that is, do not be drunk, 
or sober in the sense of being steady in the mind. In both cases, the Christian is to be in control of his faculties. We are to have a clear and steady mind. Such mental alertness and clarity comes only through regular exercise. Just as the muscles of our body are strengthened and toned through regular exercise, the muscles of our mind become strong and supple only when we are regularly stretched and exercised. Parents are all too familiar with the phenomena of young children asking a host of why questions. As infants gain awareness of their surroundings and acquire the ability to speak, they grow increasingly inquisitive and constantly ask, why, why, why? There's an almost insatiable desire to seek understanding and to probe the mysteries of life. Such curiosity, which engages the world, is a sign of health in children and in adults as well. Unfortunately, this desire to learn, this desire to ask questions and seek enlightenment does not always follow us into adulthood. Why not? Why aren't we grown up puzzled by life, by all that we see around us? Why is it that so many Christian adults today show little interest in learning about God and His world? Shouldn't our mind be inquisitive about the Lord and curious about His ways? Aren't we told to love God with all of our mind? The first thing we do is to develop an active mind. And the second is cultivate and nurture a sensitive heart. Besides a sharp mind, we need a soft and sensitized heart as well. We need to invest in cultivating a heart that is responsive to both the pleasures and pathos of life. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 says, As the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. If we are to invest wisely and gain spiritual dividends with our lives, we need to watch out for the danger of a hardened heart. What is the most frightening thing that could happen to us in the Christian life? That we should yield to temptations or that we return to some past but grievous sins? These are certainly dreadful and should be avoided at all costs. But they are not half as terrifying as coming down with the disease of a desensitized heart. What could be more horrifying in the Christian life than to have one's soul grown so hardened that it can no longer be touched. It is frightening. Develop an active mind, cultivate and nurture a sensitive heart. And the third aspect of our growth in the Lord is to ensure an obedient will. Ensure that your will is ever submissive to the authority of the Almighty God. Without this fundamental orientation of obedience to God, we cannot hope to enter fully into the promised land of life with Him. Nothing quenches the workings of God in our lives more than disobedience. For like water on an open fire, disobedience put out the flame of God in our lives. It stifles spiritual growth and development. The very basis of life as a Christian is founded in our willingness to bend our will to that of the Lord Jesus Christ. Without submission to His Lordship, new life is impossible. But an obedient will does something else for us. Only when our will is characterized by obedience will we recognize the ways of God in our lives. Two passages from Psalms highlight this truth. Firstly, 
Psalm 25, verse 10. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful to those who keep the demands of His covenant. It seems to me that our ability to discern the hand of God in our lives is dependent on our keeping the terms of our covenantal relationship with Him. If we are obedient to Him, if we keep the demands of His covenant, we will begin to see apparently divergent affairs of our lives somehow falling into place and forming patterns which together show forth the love and faithfulness of God. The same principle and truth is given in Psalm 18 verse 25 and 26. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. One who is faithful to his covenant with God will see the faithful God of the covenant. God delights to reveal himself to those who are obedient to him. We often hear the complaint that God does not seem to be at work in our lives, that God seems absent and far removed from our concerns. Perhaps the problem is not with God, but with us. Perhaps the problem is our failure to keep our eyes focused on Him, to keep faith with Him. Obedience does not guarantee that everything will turn up crystal clear in life or that all mysteries in life will be banished. There is a big if in the centre of the word life. L-I-F-E Uncertainties come with life. No one can guarantee what tomorrow will bring. What is promised, however, is that even in the haziness of ambiguity and the fog of uncertainty, we will be able to discern the invisible hand of God in all things. Time. Our time is our life, and individually our life is at once our mind, our heart, and our will. Each is dependent on the other. Let's take a minute to reflect on what's been shared. To give our life, to invest our time, we need to develop a supple mind, a mind that is active curious, alert, and alive. We need to cultivate a sensitive heart, a heart that beats to the rhythm of our creative God. And we need to nurture a submissive will, obedient and bending to the authority of the Almighty God. I'd like to pray for you as I end this sharing. Dear Lord, thank you for investing in my life, in the lives of the listeners, I pray that you will help all listeners to develop a supple mind, a mind that's active, curious, alert, and alive. I pray that you will help all listeners to cultivate, nurture a sensitive heart, a heart that will beat to your rhythm and sensitive to your plans and purposes for their lives. And as each of us walk with you, help us to allow you to nurture our will, that we will be obedient and submit to your authority over our lives. Bless you, Lord Jesus Christ. In your name we pray. We have come to the end of Thought for the Day. We'll be back again tomorrow. Do remember to tune in. Till then, goodbye and may God's grace, love and peace be yours. Wash me clean in your great love and in your mercy. Make me clean just like the snow, pure and white. Trembled on your grace and in my folly Place your hand upon my heart and make me right 
We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Center Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events, and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace, and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.